0: What is intuition? Is logical thought better than intuition? How is rational thought incomplete? How does ego affect my intuitive abilities? How does intuition work? How do intuition and logic work together? How can I strengthen my intuition?
1: Welcome to Love Always Self, a podcast about connection to self, reflections of self, and how this
0: impacts our reality. We're all about trying to find balance, discovering tools for spiritual wellness, and creating a safe place to have loving conversations about a broad range of topics.
1: I'm Karista, an energy healer with a background in Reiki, nursing, health coaching, and personal training. I have a holistic mindset and believe that everyone and everything can work together in harmony so that we can create more balanced life experiences. And I'm Shira, a spiritual, intuitive, and explorer of
0: personal truth with a background in management and finance. I feel we are all connected and guided by our own spiritual team, whom I refer to as Mount Glass and I want to help teach you how to connect with yours.
1: We believe we're all connected. And by learning to love self, we will elevate the collective consciousness and learn to create deeper connections with each other, self and source. As we grow and learn through our own life adventures and self discoveries, we hope you gain insights into your own truth. Don't
0: forget to subscribe to stay notified of new content. And we hope you enjoy the show.
1: Welcome to Love Always Self. I'm Shira. Hi y'all. I'm Karista and thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Love Always Self. Happy New Year. Welcome 2023. (gasps) (laughs) Thank you guys for joining us on this day and into the new year. We just wanted to start off by expressing our gratitude first of all to every listener that has continued to support us through our 18 months and wow, we just Yeah. Thank you for continuing to be here and love us back as well. So we love you all. And thank Thank you you so much. I had a reality
0: check for just a second there. I was like, did you just say 18 months? Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We've got a few episodes out there. We're closing in on a hundred soon in the next couple of months. So super excited about that. But, uh, as long as you guys continue to listen, we will continue to grow. Actually we'll continue to grow Regardless. Yeah. So, you know, (laughs) come along, continue to join us on our journey. So uh, today we wanted to jump into the topic of intuition and just discuss what it is, how it works, and, you know, how do we use intuition and this idea of logic or the rational mind together? So we wanted to dive into that topic today. Mm.
0: Intuition. Intuition.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: I mean, one of the, one of the biggest arguments and, in, in my opinion on intuition happens to versus, you know, logic, logical being the, the brain, right. The, the physical brain intuition is not really something you can, it's not tangible, right? Like you don't mm-hmm. see it. And, mm-hmm. and so every time I think of intuition, I also combine that with the word trust. Mm -hmm. like faith. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Digressing. That's all I actually had for that moment.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So let's see, what is intuition? First off, uh, some people may know it as a gut feeling, a hunch, a sixth sense. They may relate it to some level of psychic abilities and instinct. These are all accurate. They're all synonyms for intuition. So intuition is a type of mental phenomenon that rises up within us just as a knowing without a known source. Mm.
0: I saw this quote. um, It was like posted on a website. I'm trying to remember where it was. And uh, it said, never distract your gut instinct. You're not paranoid. Your body can pick up on bad vibrations. If something deep inside of you says something is not right about a person or situation, Trust it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where's that trust again?
1: So the scientific hypothesis is that intuition is first and foremost a survival tool. Therefore, we're actually born with this innate ability to receive intuitive prompts. However, because of our societal norms we are taught through schooling and through uh experiencing those around us that intuition is not something that is trustworthy because it's not tangible it's not observable you can't prove it because Mm. intuition is information received based on future possibilities Whereas probabilities. <laughs> probabilities. Yes. <laughs> Whereas the logic uh, or rational mind, we we use that based on the empirical process. So information that has already been determined, proven, and is observable. So things from the past that we can reproduce. So this is great and all. You know, it's important that we have yeah. both. Yeah. Right. There's mm-hmm. there's components to both that are helpful in our day-to-day lives. Right. So I'd, I'd argue that one is better than the other, but rather the use of them together creates a more complete um, tool within ourselves.
0: Yeah,
1: I agree. And you can find a
0: healthy balance between the the logical brain and, and your intuition. I mean, you know, it, it's hard past to say that, you know, you have, Logic and and logic working with your intuition could say something like don't run out into a highway of speeding cars and that is you're you're gonna feel the intuitive hit that says I'm gonna get hit by a car if I run out there but then it's also your logical brain that knows that that's not a smart idea <laughs> right mm-hmm. so
1: mm-hmm.
0: so it can be something that you can work on in hand in hand. But it's not to say that you don't use one or the other or that you, you know, you have to separate it.
1: Right. Right. So rational thought, this is a a fun misconception for Mm. me, you know, and this is actually an example of a fallacy. So uh, I'll back up and say, this is fallacies are something that show us that rational thought is incomplete. So, some kind of a defect in an argument. So this misconception is that if logic mind is equal to rational mind, then intuition is equal to irrational thoughts Ugh. and and that's that's a fallacy, right? So another example would be like,, uh, if, say, insects are herbivores. And some herbivores are mammals. Therefore, some mammals are insects. That is not right. So that logic is incorrect. I was like, explain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so that is another example of a formal fallacy or, again, an argument that is in an invalid form. That's, that's wild. Wait. So
0: people have actually argued this. This is the thing.
1: Well, okay, or... another example would be like um I set a marble on the ground and it didn't roll. Therefore the earth is flat.
0: I'm just making a face in case you can't yeah. see this.
1: <laughs> so that's that's a that's not a that's incorrect. Right. Because we know that now, being able to zoom out and fly you know high into the air you can see the art of the of the sphere of the earth <laughs> oh, we might hit some triggers for some people hold on that's fine that's fine <laughs> <laughs> um another uh way that rational thought is incomplete is cognitive biases so this is a pretty common thing that has been researched a lot more regularly in the past couple of years because of the effects of social media creating what's also known as an echo chamber. So basically we have some tendency to, to search for information that is already in alignment with our current beliefs and dismiss what is not in our alignment with our pre beliefs. Excuse me, beliefs,
0: <laughs> which is also that whole I, I have this argument quite a bit in in my reality, and it's kind of like what always was has to be, right? and and when doing that kind of a thought process, where's your movement forward? Are you thinking only on terms of the past? or are you able to stay more present? And I believe that your intuition can help you stay more present, mm-hmm. right? And that it, that in itself can allow you to create a reality in the now that brings about a different future.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that argument that, well, that's just the way it is or the way it was. I mean, things are constantly changing. Nothing is ever staying the same. That is the only constant. Is that Mm -hmm. everything is constantly changing. Uh, The example of that, that just popped into my head was in our society. In this time and day, we relate certain colors to certain genders. Mm -hmm. So blue is for boys, girl is, or pink is for girls. But if you go back a hundred, maybe 150 years ago, it was actually opposite. Pink is a offshoot of red, which is a more manly color. So. Mm -hmm it was actually considered to be blue that was for girls and pink for boys i didn't know that mhm mhm learn something new every day hope y'all are learning with me <laughs> yeah, so this whole idea that well that's just always you know the way it was no that's just your experience and your right. limited time frame that you've been on this earth
0: interesting mm-hmm. oh that's interesting okay yeah
1: yeah <laughs> so uh let's see How does ego affect our intuitive abilities? Every day.
0: (laughs) It affects our intuitive abilities every day. Okay. Play along with me here. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, right. And also in my thoughts, I think that when we're using ego and we're leaning more on that your ego is multitude of things. It is a protection for yourself. Mm -hmm. It is a defense mechanism of some sort, right? Um, it is part of the brain that takes all the input and starts to build a story. And I, I feel like normally when we decide to only work off of the mental aspect of it, the brain aspect of it, the ego part, right? You start to build a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not a character, but an identity Mm -hmm. with it, right? Like a sub personality, like a sub personality. Right. And, and by doing that, um, it, it, oh, it takes you back to that whole, what always was has to still be right. Mm -hmm. It it limits you. It brings this limiting belief system. See how this is all connected y'all. It brings this limiting belief system within you. And you start to um, have these like moments where you're like, oh, should I have done that, right? Or, you know, this, uh, this self-doubt starts kicking in because now you're working against your intuition. Mm-hmm. This, this part of you that's kind of like, oh, well, you know, I thought about, you know, like when you have an experience, for instance, and you the outcome of it was like, I had a thought and I knew I shouldn't have done that. And I decided to listen to that gut instinct you know, using quotation fingers there, um, hashtag intuition. And so, (laughs) but my logical brain said, no, that can't possibly be what it's going to be. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So now you're button heads with, you know, your intuition versus your, you know, logic
1: brain, brain thinking, Mm -hmm. whatever ego. So it's, it's interesting because, you know, our, our intuition, if we, go along with the scientific hypothesis that intuition was, uh, first and foremost, a survival skill. And then we have the ego, which is also trying to help us survive, yeah. but basing our ego or our ego is pulling information from the environment based on our senses. Right. Whereas intuition is pulling it, not from our senses. We'll just say from the ether, cause we're mm-hmm. not really, we can't, I can tell you, I think it's from source or your guides or your Mount glass, your spirit team. But again, that's not proven. It's not proven. We've proven it a few times. But we we have faith (laughs) in that. Yeah. (laughs) But it's interesting because the intuition, it doesn't use the empirical process. So what the empirical process is... Is gathering information based on observable trends or data or things that have been, you know, done in the past. So you're pulling it from past information where the intuition is basing it on future information. And so you have the past and the future, like running into each other.
0: And the whole point is to stay present. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm, (laughs)
1: mm-hmm. So, and again, it's not to say that one is bad, right? It's how do we use both of these together to help guide us? Is this a fear-based response based on past patterns or is this an intuitive response saying, no, I need to go this way versus that way. So start asking questions, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm.
0: So let's talk about that. Let's talk about what are some of the ways that you can work better with your intuition and your logic.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, so, again, I think to start with that, to start working with that, you also have to understand, again, that the intuition is pulling from this unknown source based on future probabilities. It's a nonlinear process as yeah. far as the intuitive receiving uh, or the intuition receiving information. But once that information is received, then it becomes a linear process of uh, interpretation. So Mm -hmm. now we've received the information. Now we do something with it, with our logic brain.
0: So when somebody, Mm -hmm. yeah, no, it totally makes sense. And so when somebody has a, what we call an intuitive hit, Mm -hmm. right. And and I'm with you on that, Carrie, because in my opinion, it's not even an opinion, just in my experience,
1: (laughs) in your belief and in my belief
0: and in my experiences, um, you know, we, do we definitely and and I'm sorry, but argue with me all you want to because this is just one of those things where I've experienced it myself and I can't unexperience it. So um I believe that we have the abilities to tap in. And we've spoken on this on previous, you know, ep- on this previous episode, more recently, actually. And one of those things about the intuition is the ability to trust the information that's coming in. And so when you start to have thoughts um, and you start to connect with your thoughts, with your feelings and your emotions and how you feel physically with those thoughts, um, that intuition becomes even stronger. And, And I feel that you can practice this with yourself and learn to trust it more. Absolutely. And then your logic and your ego and your intuition start to work together a lot, a lot better. And they start trusting each other and and working as one versus against each other. And becoming more of a unified effort Mm -hmm. versus this constant battle within. Mm
1: -hmm. And I I think that's so pertinent because uh, we want that unity. So Mm. the, the subjective mind, the intuition It functions as a place for storing memories and feelings. This is our place where we receive or is perceived by the intuition, but the intuition still obeys the conscious mind. Again, that rational mind. So much like a muscle in playing a sport, we have to use it and practice and teach it how to, Uh, move in the way that helps us get to the finish line. Absolutely. And, and I've
0: been asked that question before. They're like, well, how do you, how did you learn to do that? And I was like, well, I taught myself how to do it. I had help, but I I practice, I, I practice learning or I practice, you know, understanding what it is that's coming through. Mm-hmm. I I take the feeling of the sensation of my body. I take the, you know, emotional states. I take the thoughts that are coming in. I listen to them. Mm-hmm. You ever wake up in the morning and you have an angry thought? Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people are like this out here, but like for myself, I wake up usually and I'm, I I hear it. I'm, I'm at this place in my, in my experiences now where I hear the brain having an argument with me. Mm-hmm telling me you're not good enough. Today is not going to be a good day, blah, 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 blah. Right. And then I get the feeling and the intuition that comes back and says, that's not true. You Mm -hmm. are loved. You are special. Everything about you is fabulous, right? You're going to have an amazing day. And I'm listening to this, this inner knowing of this Thing that I've taught myself to say to me over and over and over again, part of that memory database within mm-hmm. this physical form. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it being the intuition and the mm-hmm. guidance of my actual soul, like having this conversation with one another, trying to work it out. Right. So it's like, for me, I I, I feel it's even more important to have this unity within. Absolutely. To overcome because, these types of battles. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: And if you were not practicing connecting Mm -hmm. with that other voice, the angry voice becomes a lot louder and stronger. Absolutely. You become deeper ingrained in those patterns of that negative thinking. And then the subconscious listens to that conscious mind and brings in more of what you are projecting as a desire. You may not be desiring anger, but because your focus is on anger, you're going to bring in more of that. Right. And that, you know, again, we've said this in the past. Thought is a powerful force. Yeah. Yeah. You not so only your mind a
0: at. <laughs> vibrational match to that energetic field, mm-hmm. but you're also um creating an emotional imbalance. Uh and and studies have shown that your emotions and your thoughts can also, create discords in your body, like what inflammation, which leads to other things. Like, it's not just, you know, oh, let's just be love and light and happy. No, no, no. We want you to have a good life. We want you to have a good, healthy life on top of that, mm-hmm. you know, and we're practicing these things ourselves so we can have those types of experiences. And so it's important. Mm-hmm,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, observing where that conscious mind is at, yeah. knowing. That that conscious mind is just the tip of the iceberg because what lies below that surface is 90% of your, like the subconscious contains like 90% of your thoughts and your beingness. Whereas the conscious mind contains about 10% of knowing. Like how wild is
0: that? You know, like- did everyone hear what she said? 90%. That's a huge percentage in comparison to the rest.
1: (laughs) Yes. So that logic brain is only 10% of the, of the, the energy that we're putting out there. So again, you know, we, we've been taught from a young age that these feelings, our emotional senses, the the intuition, right? That that is not trustworthy. We've been taught to dismiss this because it's unreasonable. It's not tangible. It's not provable, but we forget that feelings are facts too. Feelings Mm -hmm. often override the rational mind. Yeah.
0: And I feel like this is why, oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I feel like this is why so many more, you know, beings are waking up to this. Like, how often do you hear about meditation now in comparison to like five years ago, right? Yes. Um, and, and how often are you seeing more and more, like it's even being put into like movies and like series and things of that nature. Where they're somebody they're just teaching it, it in
1: elementary school to young right. children, how to process their emotions and how to connect with themselves deeper and bring that calmness into their chaotic lives. Yeah, agreed. So you asked, how can we better develop our intuition? And, you know, you, you had mentioned that you start practicing, you start playing, you start having, you know, connecting with that faith in yourself. Yeah. So start with playing. It can be something simple as you can pull out the cards, you know, just a deck of cards and (laughs) you pull one and you think about what the suit is and what the number is on there. And you just practice receiving that information and it can be fun. You can draw note cards every once in a while, Shira and I will, you know, text each other and say, okay, (laughs) think of a number and a color. And we're going to connect later in the day. Those are fun. If we received it. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's fun. It's playful. And the more we practice it, the more we connect with it, the more trust we can have in it. Because again, we've been taught for decades not to trust this. Yeah. So it's going to take a little unwiring time. And
0: I want to mention, don't go into those types of games and expect validation. Trust without validation is important. Mm-hmm. And so just going to keep that in mind.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. And then, uh, when you are practicing these games or playing a game with your friend, stick with the first response. That's yes. typically, uh our, our most intuitive response before our logic mind starts to creep in and think your way into the answer. Yeah. And let me clarify
0: what I just said. When I say trust without validation is important. I mean, in the beginning, <laughs> so, <laughs> because I don't, I don't want somebody to go into that practice and be like, Oh, I was wrong. I'm never doing this again. You know,
1: like, right. yeah, right. it takes time. Like, I'll be honest. Shire and I have not been successful at sending these messages back to each other. No, but we not. have fun doing it and we still do it. <laughs> <laughs> it is fun. <laughs> and we do find ourselves having other intuitive prompts outside and these intuitive connections outside of these games that we're playing. So there is other validation that we are receiving. Uh, so that is nice. It is nice. Yeah. <laughs> to it, get the, the validation. Yeah. And you will get it over time. Yes. It's just patience. Yes. Oh no. <laughs> she said it.
0: She said the magical word that I'm not a fan of. Okay. I feel like there's, um, <laughs> there's
1: something coming up on that one, y'all. <laughs> so uh what something that you mentioned before was subpersonalities. This Mm. is an important one, is learning about your sub-personalities. So what kind of personalities have you kind of grown off of your main personality that keeps you from trusting in yourself, these masks that you have to wear around certain people? Yeah. So when we learn about those sub-personalities, it can help you know the difference between the masks and what's self, right. which is where your intuition lies is in self. And then you listen to your body. I love this one. Yeah. If you've never tried muscle testing, I think you should look it up. It's really fascinating. Uh, it's something that I'm still working on practicing as far as strengthening my trust in yeah. that body response, but you can hold up Food. You can use this as a uh, elimination diet to see what you're allergic to, where you, oh. you hold up a food item and you say, is this good for my body? And if the muscle testing proves to be more weak, then that's not a good thing for your body. Oh, that's Whereas if you hold a piece of fruit and your response is a, a, increase in strength, and it's just in the fingertips, you know, in the fingers, yeah, yeah. then that's a healthy, supportive food for you really fascinating. That is fascinating. It's like, how intelligent is
0: this physical form? It is the most intelligent piece of equipment, whether equipment using that word lightly
1: <laughs> on the planet, just so we're clear. <laughs> so, so, um, this, I, I read about this and this kept coming up a couple different times over the course of the last couple of days. And I think this is so funny, but when we started out before we were in the human form, As we are today, so not necessarily talking, not about spirituality or spirit here, okay. but the physical human body, as it evolved, you first start out as a tube with an anus and a mouth. (laughs) It's your digestive tract, your gut that is developed first. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And yeah, later on, we gut instinct, right? Yes. <laughs> later on in that developmental process, brain is added. So if you think about skills that you learn from a young age, your stronger skills are ones that you started learning early on and continue to practice over time. So if we are born with the innate ability of intuition, if we learn, and if you have children, this, is, this could be really, really cool to start practicing with them yeah. and encouraging them to listen and strengthen their intuitive skills at a young age, hmm. because those are the first skills that we are born with. And then we, are learn, uh, we learn about touch, we learn about sight, we learn about smell. Sound is also in the womb. But these are all things that are learned later. And then comes the logic in the rational mind when you're in school.
0: Which is usually dumped with all the thoughts and, and textbooks of others and mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. you. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. The the history that was taught by those who uh run whatever battles. Yeah. (laughs) We're also taught history. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just interesting thoughts here. Interesting. Um, that a, we are all born with this B it's something that we are taught out of wild. And, and my theory here is to, um, continue to push this idea of separation. Mm. because intuition is our connection to the universal mind and the collective consciousness. In unity. hmm Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then finally, because these are all innate abilities, even though we have not utilized them or practiced them in years prior, We can start at any time and we can strengthen these abilities and they're so helpful and so beneficial in filling the gaps where rational, logical mind is incomplete.
0: And I'm just going to say it. I started learning all this in my forties
1: and Mm -hmm. I aged
0: myself right here on the podcast and it's totally cool. And I'm not uncomfortable with that at all.
1: Yeah. It's just a number (laughs) because time is a social construct. (laughs) It's linear, y'all. <laughs> All righty. So we ooh. have a card reading. It's time for the <laughs> collective reading, y'all. Let's so start. Energy Oracle Deck by Sandra Ann Taylor. You have this deck. It was one of my first ones outside of the Rider Waite cards, which I still don't understand. Um <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to most of us. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Alrighty. So, oh, first one today. I I pulled these prior to uh, the recording, but I have not looked at them. All mm. right. So first one today is rest and rejuvenation. I may have to turn off the swing light.
0: This is a repeated message for me in the past several months. And being able to connect with yourself, it happens a lot easier when mm-hmm. you've had that rest
1: mm-hmm. and revitalizing Time, yeah. yeah. I, I, the beauty of silence. And, you know, maybe even especially because this is right after the holidays. <laughs> yeah. We have had so much going on, so much output, That it's time to get back to yourself. Yeah. Recover, prepare yourself for this new year, rest, self care, and rejuvenate. Yeah. Meditation. Ooh, okay. This is part of our strategy for this next year. Okay. So, the past two and a half, almost three years, have been a whirlwind. I would argue that many people started 2022 near empty. I I actually explained this to my husband yesterday. It was like 2022. We came into it treading water. Yeah. And we've been doing that all year. And our legs are tired. Our arms are tired. So I'm going to circle back. To rest and rejuvenate as part of our strategy for this new year. Yeah. For recreating the reality that fits best and works best with our soul growth. Fatigue does not only happen in the muscles, it absolutely happens in the mind, and we become more irritable. We. Forget all the skills that we've been practicing as far as connecting to source, connecting to love and gratitude. Yeah. So take time for yourself. <laughs> oh, one. I
0: feel like it's coming.
1: Oh no. Coming, this one's it? a tough one. Okay. Okay. All right. So again, I haven't looked at these. All right. So storm warning. Hmm. Yeah. What I get is And again, these are all intuitive cards, right? We receive that intuitive prompts on what these cards are meaning. So this is what I'm getting right now and what you are getting may be different. But this storm warning is in response to these first two. So without rest and rejuvenation as part of our strategy, it's gonna get a lot harder. Yeah. Because we are under a time of change. For those that are- uh astrologically aware the united states is going through its pluto return oh yeah pluto <laughs> pluto holds the energies of death and transformation i know death sounds scary but if you think about it when you're trying to build something new you have to clear the land of what was old yep to create something new so that's all this is and Hopefully, we are working together as a collective to build something that's more sustainable for not only the environment, our external Mother Earth environment, but also our internal physical body environment. Yep.
0: That class is getting loud right now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. We need to add in a little message today.
0: Sure. Uh, well, I'll just tell you what they're saying right now. Okay so as soon as you brought up the storm and you mentioned the new year they mentioned a probability um i don't really i don't really like to do this so like i'm i'm fighting them at the moment <laughs> i don't i don't like to talk about this kind of stuff but they're talking about how you have mm-hmm, a high probability that more and more information So Mm -hmm. being more Mm -hmm. informed is going to come about in this year.
1: There's going to be a lot of negative things coming into the light. A lot of things that have been, um, under the deceptive shadow Mm -hmm. that are going to come to light. Yes. Is that what? Yes. And
0: it's all meant to happen. And we all signed up to be here for it to happen Mm -hmm. because again, the more you shine your light on something, the more you cast a shadow and you can actually see that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So when it's, they're using a, this is not me by the way, this is them, but they're using a a, a metaphor here. So uh, giving me the symbolism of when it's gray outside and you stand outside and you look behind you and you don't really see your own shadow, Right. And versus when it's really, really bright outside and it's super sunny and you look behind you and you see a very, very dark shadow. It's not bad. It's not good. It just is. Mm -hmm. But it's informative.
1: Our shadow is a useful tool. It is a part of us individually Mm -hmm. and the collective. Right. And the more we learn about our shadow and love what's in the shadow, not necessarily aligning with shadow, like not negatively. It's, it's loving that part of ourselves as a whole and individually that we've suppressed.
0: Mm -hmm. I think we've, we've all spent a lot of time either not acknowledging it, acknowledging it and fighting it.
1: Mm -hmm. And and bringing about Mm. more like like the environment. We're aware that we are negatively impacting the environment, but we're choosing to set it aside. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: That's an example.
0: That's an example. Yeah, that's a good example. But I do feel that it takes it does take me back to the cards that you pulled because the 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 strategy of the collective consciousness happens to be for this to occur, right? It -hmm. happens to be that we were meant to know more and we are going to need a lot more of that rest and rejuvenation to bring about the balance within ourselves that expands and brings about balance collectively. So that's a and that's the more interesting, yeah,
1: the more we become aware, the more we can create shifts.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So it's going to be an this, interesting
0: 2023.
1: <laughs> I'm excited. I'm like, this final up, one is everything. <laughs> yeah. This final one is patience. Yeah. Yeah. That's my, I knew it. <laughs> we were laughing earlier cuz this one like popped out. <laughs> Unbelievable <laughs> and covered itself. So yeah. all the other ones I didn't see but this one I did. Um but patience as and perseverance as we work through this time. So leaning into that space of love. Of becoming aware of what we consider negative so that we can focus our energy into creating what we consider positive. Yeah. I know it's hard to look at some of these things and it can be hurtful, but again, it can be helpful in guiding us. Yeah,
0: Do your work, do your work. It's not a job. It's just, it's just you doing your work. And that means taking care of yourself, right? Like <laughs> take care of yourself. It's important. And and they're stressing this to me right now. Like, please do be mindful of the amount of consumption of that negativity that is put out there.
1: And that's do- so funny because I was just scrolling through the episodes earlier and conscious consumption came up. Came oh my up. gosh. <laughs> this plays 18? directly into it absolutely it does you can become aware of the news just how much energy are you going to give into it right right are you putting more energy into creating more are you becoming aware of it so you can create an alternative
0: and intuition can help you with all of this
1: absolutely you have any questions, uh, we would love to know so that we can dive deeper into any, uh, intuitive topics or any other topics. If you have any intuitive hits on what you felt from the cards that were pulled today, leave a comment. We would love to know, uh, because we're just really interested in you too. Yeah. And if you like this episode, if you're
0: here on YouTube, please give it a thumbs up. It helps us grow and it helps our messages get out there to more individuals. And, um, if you're listening to us on any of our podcasting platforms, which we're on almost all of them, Mm -hmm. uh, please feel free, especially on, uh, Apple podcast, leave a review. Um, that also helps us. So without further ado, uh, we hope you all have one of the most magical years coming up. Now, Glass is very much so telling me we are going to have a very magical year. Take that however you will. Use your <laughs> discernment and intuition. You know what I'm saying? Um, and we're going to be wizards. We're going to be you. You know, it's everywhere. You know, Harry Potter, all the things. <laughs> so... All righty,
1: guys. Don't forget to love first, love last, and love always. Happy 2023. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Hey, listener. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us in this moment. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to our next connection.
0: Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow to stay notified of new content from Love Always Self. If you have any questions or topics you'd like for us to discuss, please hit us up on any of our social media platforms linked in the show notes below. I'm Karista. And I'm Shira.
1: And until next time, remember to love first,
0: love last, and love love always.
1: always.